0: welcome back to another episode of the mac rumor show i am dan i am joined by hartley as usual hartley you are the man on the right to answer that one question of the guy who asked who is the person on the right (laughs) (laughs) uh do you have anything you would like to add to being the man on the right i don't know i I think that a couple episodes ago you were the man on the left
1: that's true. That's true, but <laughs> it I, it seems only when I'm on the right to people say that. So <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep I'll I'll keep the sort of enigmatic identity mm. that maybe I forged up to this point.
0: Mm. Well, speaking of that identity and uh, uh, what might actually change here in the future, let's talk about. We have two things: uh, the iPhone SE four and the Apple Watch. X, which would probably just be called apple watch 10 just like iphone 10 um and so those according to what you just said are probably going to change uh pretty drastically or at least that's what the reports are because like the iphone se has well it hasn't been the same since it launched it was based off of the uh the five right yes and then it became based off of like the six seven eight style of phones um, and then now it looks like it's going to be bumped up all the way to an iPhone 14 type phone. Uh, but keep in mind that this probably won't launch this year and probably not next year. <laughs> so this will make a little bit more sense because when you're thinking iPhone SE, that's going to look like a, an iPhone 14. Like that's pretty new. But by the time it comes out, Eh, design might be a couple years old. But uh Hartley, would you like to take us through some of the things that we can expect on the heavily rumored recently iPhone 4, iPhone SE4. I can't, I have to keep that like locked in there. iPhone SE4. There we go. So
1: this is a really interesting device because it seems like the sort of perfect iPhone for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. And it's taking some elements from a few different devices. So the iPhone fourteen seems to be the base of it. So it would have the chassis of the iPhone fourteen. Uh, it would have the notch of the iPhone. Well, I suppose of the iPhone thirteen, the slightly smaller one. Uh, an OLED display like the iPhone fourteen as well, but with a few features lifted from the iPhone fifteen, which of course we're expecting to see unveiled in less than a month. And those features would be uh, USB C, and it would also be the action button, which we're expecting only on the Pro models. Right, Not on standard 15s. So by then, the action button will trickle down to the iPhone SE. But it will still retain a single camera on the rear, um, just like the all the iPhone SEs we've had to date. So that would be the, the main difference between this and the iPhone 14 would be the lack of that ultra-wide camera.
0: So I have a couple of questions. Number one, and this is for a lot of the people that I've seen, because uh, we just you wrote this article and I did a video based off of it. And some of the comments that I have seen are like basically commenting on the size. So this is going to be a pretty big size jump uh, from the SE3 to the 4. And so, I mean, it's not really a question. It's more of an observation. I guess I can make it a question. How do you feel about that? Because I know a lot of people have commented that they don't like that because that's like their one avenue to get to a smaller phone now that the Mini is gone um this basically puts every iphone in the lineup at a minimum of 6.1 inches how do you feel Hartley, as a smaller phone enthusiast i
1: i think that the iphone se was never really meant to be the answer to small phones um it, it it's just it's coincidence because it's using all the hardware and in a lot of respects the iphone se Two and three are not that much um, smaller than, say, an iPhone fourteen, um, because they've got the they've got the large bezels. So, yeah. although they've got a what is it, a four point seven inch display,
0: yeah, four point seven, um,
1: it's the the footprint is still not that far off a fourteen. It's it's bigger than uh, an iPhone thirteen mini at least, so. I think the purpose of the SE is just to hit that low price point with old hardware. It's not to actually um, provide a small screen phone, which is a shame because
0: I would love it if if they did. I think it would be... Let's see. Here's iPhone 14. And here's the SE. Yeah, I mean, it's not that far off. I know. Okay, hold on. My, my camera. There we go. For those of you who are listening, hop over to YouTube right now and watch this version. And you can see that I am holding... Uh, as best as i can honestly so there's like a very small amount right here so yeah you're right it's basically the same size already a little bit bigger for an iphone 14 over the se but otherwise i mean the footprint isn't that much but you're you are you know now look at the bezel i mean you are expecting to cover more ground in one hand so the one-handed usability will take a, a little bit of a hit there it might not feel much bigger in your hand but when you're trying to navigate one hand with uh or trying to navigate with one hand on the screen, it's going to be a little bit tougher because you're stretching that out from 4.7 to
1: 6.1. I would love it if they would use the iPhone 13 mini as the base for this device. I think that would... And it might even keep it a little bit cheaper, um, but that what, isn't what, going to happen. That so. was what, 5.5?
0: yes okay so all right well then my next thing is uh um so it's going to be it's going to be a bigger phone and then like do we actually think that it's going to launch in 2025 that just seems so long the last one came out in 2022 before that it was 2 years in 2020 so why not 2024
1: I suppose there's a few reasons for this, although I agree it's a little bit strange. Is we're also expecting this device to be one of the first, if not the first, to contain Apple's custom modem. So at the moment, all iPhones contain a Qualcomm modem yeah. um, for cellular connectivity, and Apple has been engineering their own modem. They acquired—I um, don't know if it was a, a team from inside Intel or it was—it was based on Intel technology um, that they acquired. Um, to build their own custom modem in the same way that you've got Apple Silicon, in the same way that we know that they're working on um, their own custom display technology. This would be their own custom modem. So we expect the iPhone SE will have this, but there's been issues with this modem. And that is one of the main issues that has led to this device being delayed. I mean, we have talked about the iPhone SE 4 before, having the design of the iPhone XR. um, And that device probably would be the one that makes sense right now or would have made sense a year ago um but by the time we get to 2025 that would be far too outdated so the iphone
0: 14 kind of makes sense by then but but why do we have to why does this phone have to specifically have this new modem in it is what i don't understand like who set that is it because of the design i i honestly don't know yeah yeah
1: there must be a reason why they want it to be um, in this device. Um, I, I honestly, I couldn't say why that would be. Um, so, I think that part of the other thing that's kind of important to bear in mind is that the iPhone, if this if this came out right now, or if this came out next year, this device would just steal the sales away from the iPhone fifteen,
0: right? Because so of the action button the and USB C, and I mean.
1: Because it's 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 basically an iPhone fifteen minus the ultra wide and minus um but with the addition of the um action button. Right. Which is a trade that a lot of people would make for a really low price point. So it's kind of gotta wait until the iPhone sixteens are out and they're even more different, so that this feels like an older device.
0: Which is why I was really skeptical about that rumor with the uh with the um action button being included on this until i saw that it wasn't going to launch until 2025 in which case that would make more sense because now the design is a couple years old uh, the action button has already been around on the 15 pro it probably trickled down to the standard 16s in 2024 <clears throat> so no longer makes it something where you would just not buy you know for 200 more the 16 um, and 16 plus or whatever the second if there is another standard model out there, whatever that one might be. So that that does make sense. Or they could just not include the action button, uh, in which case it just becomes an iPhone 14, recycled, and so... Yeah, with USB-C. Yeah. I don't see why we need... Why, why don't they just do that?
1: I think that that's what they are going to do That now, though, and I think that's the other reason, is right now, if they discount the... So every year, they always keep older iPhone models on sale. So right now, you can buy an iPhone 12, you can buy an iPhone 13 mini, a 13, and you can obviously uh, buy the 14s because they're the current model. When the iPhone 15s come out, if the same thing happens again, the 12 will be discontinued, but you can still buy a 13, a 14, a 14 plus, and then you've got the 15s. So the fourteen will still be there at a lower price point. The thirteen will still be there at a lower price point. So if they were to introduce this kind of Apple Watch SE, um Apple Watch S E? Um iPhone no. S E right now. We're we're gonna get um, to the
0: Apple Watch. Don't jump yeah. ahead.
1: Um if they were to release that right now, why wouldn't you just buy, say, an iPhone 13? Um, okay, you'd get USB C, but then where how does that work in terms of pricing? So there's there's too much conflict, because it's a bit like the situation they've created with the iPad, where the iPad Air feels weirdly similar to the Pro, but weirdly similar to the entry-level model now as well. And I think if they were to bring out an iPhone SE with the same design as the 13 and 14, and kind of, to a large extent, the 15, how, how do you know which model to choose? So... For now, if you want a lower cost iPhone over the next year, then the fourteen and the thirteen will be your choice, yeah. so you kind of have got an iphone s e just a touch more expensive but with an ultra wide
0: yeah i yeah, I don't know. I just think like I think the 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 impact of someone hearing like, "Oh no, this is the new iphone s e as opposed to like I'll oh, just go buy an old thirteen or a fourteen just." It persuades people into purchasing, so it just makes more sense to just ditch whatever the uh, honestly they should, yeah just ditch the 13 this coming year and make it the SE in 2024. And
1: well, they, but they have done this once before. That's right. the thing; they did this with the iPhone 5C. That's what the iPhone 5C was. They introduced the iPhone 5 in 2012, and then a year later, they unveil the 5S and discontinue the 5. But they just take the 5. And put it in a plastic casing and continue to sell it alongside the five S. So genius. It, it, I liked it personally. I liked it. Um. I people people hate on us. They've left comments saying that we're we should not be in charge if we like plastic devices. But I'm a big fan of the iPhone.
0: Well, guess what? I wasn't advocating to be in charge, anyways. I do not <laughs> want that job. Do you think I sit here envying Tim Cook? No, that's not what I want. No.
1: I mean, well, I, maybe his maybe I his salary. That, <laughs> I think there's a reason why we don't make these these decisions. No, no um, I, but I, I'm just I, saying, you know, I'm just nostalgic yeah. for the iPhone 5C. What can I say? Yeah. It's I I understand why when they had if they would have sold the iPhone 5 and the iPhone 5S alongside each other how many people would have chosen the 5s okay you get that you would have got the fingerprint reader it's it's strange to talk about this now being you know over 10 years later but the difference is where you've got a 64 bit processor you've got a better camera and you've got touch id and you've got like a a gold color option but a lot of people would have just gone for the 5 Listen. so if you made that difference with the materials and then you reintroduce it i think it was a good proposition so if they were to do that sort of thing now with the 14 and call that the SE I'd be happy with that
0: I think what I've come to realize and this I'm not I'm not excluding myself from this either I am 100% in this category uh people are very irresponsible <laughs> so they don't always make the best financial purchase they just want whatever is the latest and greatest and they don't care if it's more expensive for no reason and not no reason, but like in the grand scheme of things, when you list out the pros and cons, it is kind of no reason to spend that extra $200. This is like, we're looking at an iPhone SE and a regular, you know, iPhone, let's just say for this sake, the standard 14 and you're outweighing, you know, you're weighing the options. Like for most people, it probably just makes sense to go ahead and grab the SE, but I just, there's something about it. People don't want to especially when you're uh when you're financing like how prevalent are people like financing through carriers in the uk like, oh, like yeah, paying monthly. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so i mean that's the way it is here um it is probably pretty rare that most people want to buy out their phones um or even can at this point god i don't want to spend a thousand dollars plus like right up front I just would rather pay monthly for it and just you know a lot of money to like fork over at one time so i get it but that makes it easier to spend more um i think this is why i mean look at the sales figures
1: for the iphone uh 14 and 14 plus they are so low compared to the 14 pro and 14 pro max i think they account for the 14 plus is something like uh five percent of sales and then i think that the standard 14 is something like 20 percent So, so many customers um, are just going straight for the Pro models. And that's because I think that the standard iPhone models exist in this weird middle ground where I don't know who wants them because they're still quite expensive. So, if you're spending $800 on a phone, why wouldn't you just get, say, the iPhone 13? Um, I mean, even the iPhone 12 is still a, a decent buy, Um, you know, something like the iPhone 12 Pro, you can get that really quite inexpensively now. And I think that's what a lot more ordinary customers end end up doing is they buy a model that's over a year old. So the standard models, I don't really know who they're for. They seem to be made for making up more sales in subsequent years. Um, It seems like the market exists at the low end and the high end, but not that much in the middle.
0: So what what are we thinking on price for this new SE? It's got to be more than 429 right? It's not going to be the same. I've seen something. I, I don't know where I've seen this, but I feel like I've seen $599 as the price tag. Does that make any I'm sense not, to you?
1: I'm not sure. I haven't seen anything about pricing. Okay. Um, but I think you're right that it will be more expensive. And I think that if... it, I guess it depends what the iPhone 16s look like. And if they discontinue the 15s, and we've only got the iPhone 16 uh, Pro models, the standard 16s, and then this iPhone SE, then it could it could argue for a higher price point. What I would note is, I think this is a very compelling device that would be significantly different to the previous generation. And we've just seen that with a different product line, which is the iPad. So we had the entry-level iPad, the ninth generation model, which had existed with the same iPad Air style design that we've had for goodness knows how long, and that was retailing for, was it 329 But yeah. the new 10th generation iPad was over $400. Was mm-hmm. it 460 something like that? I don't remember exactly. I feel
0: like it's 499 I can look it up right
1: now. Um, Keep that and up. that is what I wonder if, if what they would do with this iPhone SE4, that we could see a similar price jump.
0: So yeah, it's 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 two it's three twenty nine for the regular ninth gen iPad, which by the way I think that's the one that everybody should get, Uh, and it's four forty nine for the tenth gen.
1: So So. that's a that's a fairly significant difference, and that is just because it is such a complete departure. I mean, between those devices, they've got that's got a lot in common with this iPhone SE, if you think about it. Yeah, the upgrade to USB C, the completely different design. different uh, different uh, bezel size, going for an all-display design. There's a lot in common with them. And if that's what Apple did with that device, you can bet that they will increase the price. Also, I mean, let's be honest, by 2025, the iPhone SE will be subject to inflation, considering that they won't have updated it for three years. Um, and by then, so it's going to just be worth more, isn't
0: it? That's a $120 price jump. So that would put... The four twenty nine iPhone SE currently, and if it gets all this stuff that we're talking about to four five fifty, so that's the hundred and twenty price. Well, that would make,
1: I mean, no. or I could just see it for five hundred. I could see them doing four ninety
0: nine. Um, that would but... that if they if they if they release that next year at this, which they w- which they won't, I, I don't think. But if they let's just say the action button rumor was not true, but everything else was, and they released this next March, because it's been March over the last two releases, right? March of 2020, March of 2022. If they release this in March of 2024, with everything that we just talked about, basically being an iPhone 13, 14 hybrid with a USB-C port, that's it? At four, what, four, or 500 bucks? Dude, that would, I would point to literally tell everyone to just get that. Granted, the single camera is probably the only bummer at this point.
1: I don't, but this is the thing is, but I don't think then, for iPhone like, SE customers, I don't care. think they care. No, you're and right. And I actually, I think that especially considering you get the ultra wide, how many people really care about the ultra wide? If you care about the ultra wide, you're buying a pro model. If you're the sort of person that thinks I need an ultra wide camera, you are True. not in the market for an iPhone SE.
0: Imagine if they put the 48 megapixel camera on that. That might, that might actually be the perfect phone cuz you don't you're right you don't need it te- you don't need telephoto you yeah. don't need although it would be nice to be able to do por- but again you're you're probably right those people don't care but the only thing that I would care out of all that the only thing that I miss I don't use the other sensors nearly as much as I, the only thing I would miss is portrait mode on things that are not uh you know people
1: but you may well be able to do that computationally by then
0: yes and I don't understand I I feel like you can't do that now apple is just limiting that as like a well, well
1: yeah, I mean they've they've done stuff like this before because they they did that with software for the portraits themselves with the iPhone 10R, right? And
0: but, then but they, they don't. They still don't allow portraits. you to take like a picture of your cat uh, or an right. object, you know. And it's just like, why? But I know you. By can then, do they this.
1: they will probably allow it. That's why and I that, think this device will be insanely popular because yeah. I think that who and you are either an enthusiast or you are someone that just wants a standard size with an OLED display with USB C a decently fast chip and a single rear camera that's reliable um yeah. and a fairly modern design magsafe you know you get the 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 best of everything you could conceivably want but none of it is too far um even the action button is a nice addition they wouldn't have to have that on there and it would still be just as compelling right um i think that i think these will sell stupidly well i think that they this is the sort of iphone that apple should have been making for quite a long time Um, At this price point. And this is sort of where I feel that the standard models should have been a little bit closer to this kind of conception. Um, Because it's hard to recommend an iPhone to buy right now for just an average person. Um, So, you know, think about, I don't know, maybe your parents or a friend that isn't super into tech and you're trying to recommend a phone for them to buy, can I recommend an iPhone 14 right now? Um, I mean, regardless of the fact a new one's going to come out, could I recommend a 14 or a 15? No, um, I definitely couldn't um, for an ordinary person. Even a 13, you know, that would probably be what I would go to right now, and I would say the average person should get. So, you know, that, that's basically what this is.
0: Yeah, my dad, this would be perfect for like someone like my dad. He doesn't really care what phone he has, really. Um, he says he doesn't, and I do mean it, Like, or I do believe that he means it, but at the same time, then there are, like, some complaints, like, that he has, and I'm like, well, that's because you're using an iPhone 8 Plus <laughs> in 2023. Like, I'm not shaming you, but, like, it, it's got some deficiencies, and, like, the things you're complaining about is because your, fo- your phone is, what, seven years old now? Six yeah, it's not years even old? supported anymore. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. We're going to have to get him something ASAP. And this would be like, I don't want to get him, you know, an iPhone SE right now, because that's that's going to be feeling like a downgrade to him. He doesn't notice performance, you know, stuff right off the bat. I can't sell him on that being like, oh, yeah, here's a phone that looks exactly like the one you have now. It's just going to be a lot smaller and uh but don't worry like there are improvements and th- then he'll be like okay show me and i'll be like i can't i can't physically show you how much better the chip is right now but just trust me bro it's fine like it's just not gonna so like he'd need to go to like a 12 or a 13 to see like a meaningful difference um so yeah that's that's the iphone SE. um is there anything else you'd like to add to the iphone SE?
1: Uh no, I just wish it was coming sooner.
0: Yeah, I agree. And maybe it will, but if all of these rumors are true, then it looks like it will not be until twenty twenty five. Are we at least thinking March of twenty twenty five? Like You'd early. Hope so. Early, You'd right? Hope so. Okay. Yeah.
1: There must be a reason why Apple has chosen March previously, because if they released it in September, it would be eclipsed by the new iPhone models, so they have to kind of separate it.
0: Yeah, and you can't do it in the summer, because people are going to be like, well, I'll just wait like two more months, and the new iPhones come out, so why would I do that? Also, PSA, please do not buy, unless you're 100% sure that you do not want anything that the iPhone 15 and 15 Pros will have to offer, please do not buy an iPhone right now, please just wait i'd say
1: don't buy any of them at at all because the prices will come down in three or four weeks so
0: just wait just wait i've seen so many people being like hey i just got a new iphone 14 i'm like why no just wait don't do that yet i don't want you to waste your money unless you're like listen i need a new phone right now and i cannot wait then i I guess i get it but um.
1: even then i'd buy an iphone se just to tide you over
0: yeah it's true or get something like like used just get something used to get you until uh all right well speaking of overhauled designs we've heard this before where have we heard this before and maybe it's because we've talked about this for so long the apple watch getting a complete redesign have you heard that before should we get john prosser back on
1: i i still believe it i still believe that it was in the works
0: are we sure we like weren't just thinking that it was the Ultra at the time? No, it was definitely something else. Okay, well, from
1: what I've seen, it was something else.
0: Let's get them back on to talk about the Apple Watch Series 10, which is uh, obviously going to launch, well, we assume will launch it next year. Um and it is rumored to have a pretty large redesign, uh, you know, to celebrate the 10th anniversary. Apple did this with the iPhone. Obviously, the iPhone 10 had a big redesign. And um, yeah, so we're expecting the same thing here, except so hard to talk about a redesign when it comes to a watch. Unless they change this the shape, to me, it's not going to be a huge redesign. I mean, it, I, I'm sure I'll take that comment back in when I actually see what they're doing, but it's just so hard for me to imagine what that could be. Like when we say, oh, there's going to be a thinner body. Like that, okay, that's cool. But like is that going to be that drastically different compared to just like going from a square to a circle watch?
1: Well, they've got four axes to play with here because you know, they can also make it a triangle. Uh, they, make it a triangle. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can they could they could do anything to this design. I think that if if you were just just think of it like this, before we knew the Apple Watch even existed, and people just imagined what it could look like. You can, you, you can type it in on Google Images and look at you know iWatch concepts from 2012. Well, let's do that. And none of them look like what we got. Um, they all are like wrap around bands, or they look mm-hmm. a little bit more like an iPod shuffle, um, or they've got uh, flat edges. Um, some of them look a little bit more like a traditional watch. Of course, it could go round, it could be more like a, uh, it could be more curved over the wrist. Um I think there's a number of things we can
0: do. (laughs) Some of these are so bad. Oh. If you want a good laugh, I would highly recommend going and doing what Hartley just said. Just type in iWatch Concepts. There are so many terrible designs. No no offense to these people, but these like in retrospect, these look bad. Um just but I actually that one's not too bad. It's I, what we
1: expected, I, though. It's kind of what we expected. It's the same thing when you when you look back at old iPhone concepts. Like if you type like iPhone five concept long before it came out, it's the same thing where people were anticipating major changes that the likes of which we still haven't even had. Um, oh, like a complete so,
0: screened phone right here that I'm seeing.
1: Yeah, um, and you know this is this is how we lived back in in 2012. So the point I'm making is that. I think that because the Apple Watch has been the same for so long, it's hard for us to to imagine how it could be different. But I'm sure it can be because it's a very curvy device right now, but they could make it curvier. You know, they could definitely, they could make it round. They can curve the display over the sides of the device. They can curve the display um, in multiple directions or only uh, left to right or top to bottom. Um, They can make the display more um, convex as well. Mm. Um, so they could e- they could completely change the, just how it even feels to navigate um, the watch, or just have gestures if they if they change that display. So there's so much they can do. Even with the Ultra, people didn't really even know what to expect from the Apple Watch Ultra. Um, but that is something completely different as well.
0: Yeah, it is. I um I always like at first glance being like this is not that different, and then I look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, there's that. Uh, you know, the action button and then like these things are housed in a casing and like oh, this chamfered edges. Yeah. OK, no, this is pretty different. <laughs> it's like it is drastically different than what we're used to, even though it's the same shape. So I guess this is a prime example of if you're having a hard time thinking what it's going to look like. and I'm, I guess I'm speaking to myself here. Look down at the Apple Watch Ultra and see like, oh, look, they can come up with different designs based off of the same familiar concept. I still, I guess I just really want a round Apple Watch. All of the concepts that I just saw, just looking at them, all the the best ones were round. Yeah. I just want to see what it would look like. I think it would be so good.
1: Yeah, I'd love a round one. Nice. Um, I think it's time though. I, I think the, the Apple Watch, it obviously has a more timeless design than other devices because there is less to play with than there is, say, with an iPhone where they can do more with materials and they're thinking about the back of the device and they're thinking about what the cameras look like um, and the buttons and and this all that sort of thing. But if I was to have a, uh, a guess of what this device would look like, I think it would still have a curved display at the edges. It would not have a flat display like the Apple Watch Ultra because that's too distinctive to the Apple Watch at this point in the same way that Apple relies on these little these little design touches that remain the same to keep a product distinctive, like the notch, like the Dynamic Island now, like the home bar is on the display, um, like the triple camera setup on the back of an iPhone, and like the home button years ago. All this stuff is distinctive, and I think the Apple Watch's version of that is that curved display, and that is one thing that makes the Ultra look aggressive in the way the standard watch doesn't. I then think they could
0: bring...
1: ...would be the crown guard, Um, because that provides a little bit more internal space. So that would serve a practical purpose, and it would be something that is definitely visually different. Um, Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more curves and the play glass curving even more over the sides of the device to give it more of a kind of uh, waterfall display, if you like, um, like some Android devices, um, but then with the crown guard, perhaps.
0: Would be what, what would if we? Expect. What if we were to get rid of the the crown? Ooh, how would you? How would you feel about that?
1: I wouldn't that? like it because I'm a big fan of the crown, but it wouldn't surprise me if they eventually did it for something like the uh, Apple Watch SE um, yeah. to make it feel cheaper. And you know, you're still getting an Apple Watch experience, but you're just losing a uh, one way of navigating. I mean, on the the AirPods. Um, the crown is is a regarded as a premium feature. The digital crown. It's exclusive to the um, the AirPods Max. Also, even though theoretically you could still have a digital crown on, say, the AirPods Pro. Theoretically,
0: well, um, on the AirPods Pro. <laughs> yeah, theoretically, like on the bottom.
1: Yeah, or on the on the side, like a little turnable oh, crown. That would that would look terrible. <laughs> it would look terrible. But I'm saying that yeah. I think Apple regards the digital like, crown to be you know even say on vision pro like they they regard it to be a, a pro feature um so but
0: like that has useful functionality like everything on the apple watch for the most part i could just do with like swiping on the screen so like it's not it's not essential like to the airpods max i think of it as essential because it helps me uh it's really the main useful part of it is volume i mean what else do you really need it for i mean you can transfer over the uh the isn't that the one that uses to switch between uh transparency and 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 a and c no you use the other button for yeah that. so then there you go see i don't even remember what buttons it is uh yeah so it's just volume and then for <clears throat> the uh vision pro that's to go between like immersiveness and i don't remember what the click-in feature was that to take photos that was, that's to go home to go home okay so it has some usefulness there uh, and I guess technically this is to kind of go home here or to get to your apps, but like, you don't you don't need it. You just scroll all the way down if you really need to get to your apps, like I just did. It's a little bit longer, but not much. Um, and they'll have to figure out a different way to go back, though. Maybe like a swipe, like we're used to, from left mm-hmm. to right.
1: I don't know. I think they'll keep it. Just, I think they'll keep it yeah. because when they introduced the Apple Watch, the reason they, uh, they gave for the Digital Crown was that because the display is so small and remember the apple watch when it was introduced the displays were much smaller um, your finger covers basically the whole display so if i want to scroll through my messages or my emails and i actually want to see what's on the screen i'd have to remove my finger to be able to see what is on the screen which is a bit of a clunky experience whereas with the crown i can smoothly scroll through and see information constantly um, and considering that watch os 10 the whole way that you scroll past the watch face and then you scroll through widgets and then you eventually get to um, the uh, the list of apps and even that then scrolls. Scrolling is is important. Even watchOS 10 as a whole in terms of being inside apps, um, it's all scrolling based. So I'm pretty sure the the digital crown is here to stay.
0: I was just trying um, to get spicy with removing it, but...
1: There is something make,
0: spicy with it. Or it would make the most sense to keep it not the most sense it would just look so good i'm just i'm still stuck on the circular watch I circular know. apple yeah. watch clean with just the crown no other buttons you don't need another button let the crown be a multifunctional thing and uh i think that would look so clean and you know honestly i do like um samsung's implementation on the classic uh where you can rotate the bezel around that that's pretty cool um i don't think apple will ever do anything like that if they did have a circular watch but I don't know, what are the odds of them ever going circular on a watch? Is it just never going to happen? I think it's unlikely.
1: I think if uh. it's ever going to happen, it's going to happen with this Apple Watch 10. If it doesn't happen with the Apple Watch 10, I don't think we're ever going to have it.
0: Well, that's not what the rumors are suggesting. I don't see anything about them being uh, No, but it's, it, I don't circular. think they're
1: committed to a design yet. I think this is still just a conception, but... It probably is a square display because we have heard a display rumor about it, just come to think of it. We're uh, expecting the smaller model five percent bigger and the bigger model ten percent bigger. Um, yeah, Rossian. So, yeah. That that'll still be um that'll still be uh, square displays. Uh, but the bigger um, change is watch bands, which oh, people yeah, so, are gonna be angry about because Really? Do, does anyone years- really like the way you do
0: it now? I mean, I'm used to it. I do if you've spent, you know, hundreds of dollars on Apple Watch bands. okay, yes. But, to be fair, you got 10 years of reusability for your bands. If you're still using bands that are 4 to 10 years old, it's time to get a new band, okay? Buy a new band, get it for this. But people collect them for what
1: so, well there's so many they're released every season you get all different styles you know, know. It, it's very easy it's like if you if you go to an apple store and you want a fairly inexpensive purchase you still want to walk out with something an apple watch band is an easy
0: See, buy and then, irresponsibility that is irresponsible yeah. of you you don't need anything dan don't no, go don't. into the store and come out with something i'm talking to myself again because i do the same thing but and
1: that is why I, you know, I sold my Apple Watch band collection. I've just reduced now to four, which I still consider to be a lot. But if you are into wow. Apple and you are an Apple Watch band, uh, you're an Apple Watch user. I bet you have more than four bands. Oh, I average. have
0: ton- I have tons of bands, but the problem is, uh, well, it's not a problem. I put them in a box and they're just in storage. Like I, I only cycle through like two to three bands at maximum. Like that is. That's it. I wear this one every day because it's incredibly comfortable. Um, if I'm going to uh, the Browns game, our main color is brown and orange. I like the orange band that comes with the Apple Watch Ultra. And then if I need something nicer, I'll go the leather or the Milanese. At But even then, kind of hurts my uh, wrist hair. So I'm a little baby when that comes to it. And it like yanks on the... But uh, yeah, that's 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 it. I mean, I don't need any more than that. And honestly, if you're going to a fancy affair, you probably... This is watch snob in me. You might want to change to a non smartwatch then at that point, but I understand. I still think an Apple Watch is classy enough. That's what a lot of other smartwatches don't have. I still think it's classy enough to be able to uh dress up, slap a different band on there, and you can wear it to a fancy, fancy affair if you need to. I think it depends. It depends on the band you're using. It depends on the watch you're using. All right. I think if you can go to a leather or a stainless steel type thing. Something a little more up there. If you've got
1: like a product red Apple Watch, and you've got it oh, with well, like a, yeah, a bright I mean, color, that's never going to no, be no enough, unfortunately.
0: Unless, hey man, what if your suit is product red? <laughs> you're just, <laughs>
1: you know. Well, you you got. Do me they there. make uh, do they
0: make product red suits? That'd be cool. I don't
1: know. I I don't even know how many other product red things you can even buy. Oh, I know there are
0: yeah, there are way more things than you think there are. And they're not like, I don't think they're all technology either. I think there are some clothing related items, hats or shoes or something like that. I could be wrong. but I feel like I saw this and it kind of blew my mind, I thought it was only just like tech items and honestly, mostly just Apple. But no, it's got its whole thing. I mean, it makes sense it's for charity, but um, yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that, the, the band system, I, I'm not trying to, you know, I, I would like to be there with the pitchfork as well for Apple and say, hey, this is ridiculous. But I feel like 10 years of reusability for your bands, like, that's not a thing that a lot of companies offer. Even Apple themselves don't give you 10 years. It's not like you're using your cases for 10 years. I mean, we've had largely the same iPhone design, more or less, for the last however many years, three to four years. And you still have to buy a new case because... The buttons are off by millimeters, and it doesn't work properly. And so you're lucky to be able to, if you stick with the same size, be able to still use those bands. I can use – I have a whole different watch now. It's a completely different watch. And I can still use bands from my, my Apple Watch 7 and 6 if I wanted to, and it would work totally fine. So I feel like now switching over and having to get more bands, while it sucks – I I feel like we've been blessed for the last 10 years. It's
1: it's inevitable that it was always going to happen eventually. Um, And the argument that um, Mark Gurman outlined in his piece on this made sense, which is the enclosure um, that uh, is used in the Apple Watch casing as it stands takes up so much space internally, which could be used for something else like a larger battery or it could be used for other
0: components. And I guarantee you the people that are complaining about switching to a different system are probably going to be a little bit like they're going to they're going to walk those comments back when they realize, you know, maybe they can get an actual full days plus use because they have more battery now. I think the trade off is worth it. Uh, y- y- you take the battery life any day of the week as opposed to a different band and by the way i mean it's not like apple right i mean i could be wrong it's not like apple is planning to make this change to a different system and then the next year the system's going to change again and then the next year the system's going to change. no it's like it's setting us up for another 10 years maybe of of the same bands being uh you know useful and and and, And they're
1: not going to change it to something that's just worse they will change it for a reason to something better right um and it might be easier to disconnect bands and if you find it way
0: easier to switch bands maybe you will actually use some of those bands that you buy a little more often all i'll say is that um there's definitely room for improvement and it is one of the better options in terms of swapping out bands compared to some other watches but lately like the pixel watch is a little bit not better than the apple watch in terms of switching out bands i don't know how to measure that but um they are getting up there now they're all competing with each other in terms of like how can we make this easier um and even Samsung's like improving it constantly. So there's there's got to be a way. And so this is a, supposed to be a magnetic option. That sounds easier already, right?
1: Well, that's one thing that Apple is apparently exploring. Whether it will happen or not, I don't know, because magnets obviously still take up a lot of internal space. And when you get into magnets, it's then a question of they will have to be pretty strong. So I'd like to see some kind of latch used, a little bit like... Um, uh what they've got on the pixel watch which seems to be a very slim connection mechanism but i think there's got to be some sort of pin or some sort of i got one um something that closes
0: i just i'm trying to refresh my memory it's been a while since i've taken this pixel watch out um the mechanism the mechanism was something that they did talk about quite a bit um and now i forget how to do this oh wait so it's right here and you kind of just how do you do this again you push the. I forget how to do this. See, that's the thing. If you don't do this a lot, you're gonna forget. Oh, there it is. Okay, you twist yeah. So it. no, yeah. Uh, kind of. I don't know that I like this, and <laughs> that's. I'm strictly saying that on a recency bias of the fact that I can't get it to work properly. Right. Right. So let's not let's not take that for gospel there, but it's uh, it's it is. I remember when I did do this a lot during my testing of it, I was like, yeah, this is great. But now that I'm trying, like picking it up, like imagine giving this to your mom and be like, hey, mom, take this off. It's not as self-explanatory. Neither is the Apple Watch by any means. But I just feel like we've all used one at this point. Um, If you're considering a smartwatch, you probably had one. It's just easier. So then if like your mom has an Apple Watch, then she gets the new one. You know, it's a learning curve just like anything else. But I hope they make it better and easier. And I'm sure they will. That's the whole point of improving your company. Anyways, keep going because I'm going to figure this out.
1: (laughs) It could also come with uh, some new health features. So it was blood pressure monitoring, apparently, is the feature that is first up, it would seem. And you talked last week about um, how Samsung has introduced blood pressure monitoring. So definitely that is something that Apple should be competing with at this point. And It looks like that will be the next most thing. Uh, Blood glucose also seems possible to me. Um, So we may even get a double whammy and get both, uh, which would be really nice that we get a redesign, a new band system, larger displays, um,
0: and new health features. So here's the thing about Samsung's blood pressure, right? I mean, I know that they stated that it, well, they didn't state, but people have stated that it's, it's probably not the most accurate, but at least it'll give you like a baseline idea. Um, I wanted to test that. I have the Galaxy Watch 6 Classic. And uh, I don't think that feature is on what I would consider its flagship watch. It is the more expensive watch of the two. And I don't think it's on there because I don't see it on there. And then I, when I tested both of them briefly uh, during the unv- unveiling of it, um, I noticed that it was an option in the Watch 6 but not on the Classic. And I can't find it anywhere. I feel like that's a strange thing to only limit to like your cheaper option. I need to do more research on this, but I cannot I find it anywhere. That. Yeah. It could be because it's a little yeah, bit of a seems, different design, but it's cool. just, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, blood pressure monitoring would be great. Um, there's also, what was there? Um, we had another story pop up about uh, Apple trying to add some strain sensors to improve the strength workout tracking.
1: Yeah, so this is something that they seem to be researching. So this comes from a job listing. So they were hiring for a hardware engineer that will help them uh, build prototypes. And it basically is for the Apple Watch because the list of features that they provided, the Apple Watch has every single one of them except a strain sensor. Right, um, And it's for their health team Uh, so that seems to be what it's for. And obviously it makes sense in the context of strength workouts because the Apple Watch is terrible for strength workouts. You can't, uh, at least in the default workout app, you can't record how much you're lifting um, or how many times or in how many sets. And it can't tell you how hard you're working. All it does is tell you your heart rate, which is a terrible reflection of how hard you're actually working when it comes to strength training. So if you have a strain sensor, it actually provides you with Um, useful metrics that could be used it still could be used obviously in conjunction with your heart rate and um, uh, calorie information but in a way that is just way more accurate and if you are into weightlifting and you are into strength training whether it's uh, functional strength training or traditional strength training um, be really useful Um, and I think it would help the Apple Watch appeal to a little bit of the fitness market that I think Apple's neglected a little bit. Um, I know you can do strength workouts on Fitness Plus, but those strength workouts are not for people that are actually into strength training. They're very casual. They're not actual workout regimens. Um, So I know you can put a plan together with uh, iOS 17 um, for workouts with Fitness Plus, but it's just Apple basically sort of, the way that people actually do strength training the Apple Watch does not really accommodate for, and even if you use a third-party app, it's not a very good representation of how hard you're actually working. Um, whereas maybe with the Apple Watch 10 or uh, Apple Watch Series 11, um, Apple will finally be, it, or you would finally be able to say to people uh, that are into strength training that the Apple Watch is actually a good solution for their workouts. Because yeah. at the moment, it just it's good to record like how long you've done it. Yeah, and your that's rate, really... But, You know, that's all you're gonna get from it. That's all.
0: It even says like this isn't really a super accurate, you know, thing. It's just mostly, like you said, going off your heart rate. And so, yeah, I mean, if there's a way to figure that out, especially if it can log reps and somehow figure out the weight, um, which I don't know how that's possible. Uh, You know, that's why I don't.
1: I don't think it would work those things out. But it would. It's it's like how much effort. It's got to be able to
0: figure out like reps, right? If I'm moving my arms up and down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: it should be able to to do that. But I don't think it would be able to know how much you were lifting. Um, Ah. But it's linked to the, uh, I believe it's linked to the blood pressure monitoring system. So it's based on a similar technology. um, And in studies, it's been very effective based on the wrist, same location, very small sensor. Um, So this definitely seems possible. So we've got at least three sort of health and fitness related things that we maybe can expect in the next five years or so, which will be blood pressure, strain monitoring, and uh, blood glucose.
0: Those would be huge things. And maybe
1: uh, you know further in the future related to blood glucose, you could expect uh, blood alcohol as well um, to come along with that. Um, and who knows what else? I don't really know where, where else the upper watch goes once it's got all that stuff.
0: I'd certainly love body temperature sensing because uh i don't know my order that could be better yeah
1: that could be improved so you could actually have proper fever detection well that's really useful
0: as of right now i'm currently going through that i uh i don't know i have some random thing where i've had a not a high fever but just a fever like on and off for the last two days and i don't really know why with no other symptoms very strange Um, so yeah, I mean, my aura ring detects that I would like something like your Apple watch to be able to tell you that. Um, and not like just like while you sleep, like throughout the day, like, Oh, Hey, your, uh, your body temperature was like 97.5 and now it's 99.5. Like, are you doing like, are you feeling okay? Like, are you good? Like something like that, where it checks in with you, like how we're getting checked in on with mindfulness and reflection now coming up and all that stuff. Um, I don't know. It would be, useful or honestly i would what i would like is to replace my thermometer at home and figure out a way to hit it and it just instant reads god that'd be i think we talked I, about this I, before that'd be manipulated so hard by kids in high school trying not to go to I school I wish
1: that they would do it but yeah. i don't know if it will ever be that precise because of where the temperature is being taken so it it's not going to be uh, very accurate but it should be able to do fever detection because it should oh. be able to tell based on a baseline
0: I think if it what was to, like, throughout the day, maybe a couple times a day, it takes your temperature and then stores that data and, like, determines a baseline for you. Like, whenever I do, our, we have a forehead monitor that, like, thermometer that is, has to be wildly inaccurate compared to others. But it's accurate in the sense that we know what that monitor, like, what that thermometer says. We can, We have a baseline off of that. So for my forehead it's around 97.3 like all the time. And I know when I'm not feeling right like I have been this last couple of days and I'm feeling achy and chilly like I have a fever. Um you know I take it and if I'm 99 uh low 100s like that that's that's significant. That's like 2 degrees higher for me that there's an issue there. Um so I can establish that baseline. So if it does that and then it then you go to take like your temperature and it says, hey, you're at 100 and your baseline temperature is 98.5, 98.6 or whatever. Well, then you know that there's an issue there. Like you have metrics to go against. So it doesn't need to be accurate in the sense yeah. of like, this is what your actual body temperature is. But this is what right. we're reading. And this is what you normally read at. Then you can tell from there whether or not you have a th- I feel like they I think do that's that.
1: how it will be um, if, they, if they go in that direction. I, think I mean, that's what they're doing. That that's yeah.
0: what they're doing right. right now, right? With cycle tracking they're taking all that data and establishing a baseline
1: yeah and it's the same with what you get for overnight um so if it could become more frequent and it would still have to be more accurate because it is still subject to environmental conditions sure if they can get that algorithm under control um and maybe with some hardware iteration as well well i'm sure it will get there
0: And that's on you. If you're driving and your hand is right here by the window and the sun is just cooking your Apple Watch and for some reason you go home and take your your temperature and it says 104 degrees but you feel totally fine, just be smart about it and know that that was because of the environment in which your Apple Watch was in. Give it a minute. Take it off. Make sure it's not hot. And then go from there. This is something that you would want to do you know manually when you are not feeling well. I mean how often are people taking their temperatures when they feel well? Unless you're my wife and I who are hypochondriacs, <laughs> you know, that uh, we have to take things with a grain of salt. So you need to be one of those level-headed hypochondriacs I feel like to be like, "Okay, no, I feel fine. Don't worry about your temperature." Yeah, well,
1: I think that's what Apple's concerned about is just turning everyone into a hypochondriac, but
0: Well, I'm already there. Yeah. So it's too late.
1: Yeah, well, I think we've all we've all uh, slid towards that with Apple Watch use a little bit.
0: Yeah. But, um, all right, well, yeah, that's kind of the big news on the Apple Watch right now. We're a little bit of a year, a little bit over a year in advance with that. And then there were some things about it's the, the Series 9
1: is so boring.
0: Well, it's so boring, even though I got yelled at, and I know you've yelled at me about this with the processor no, being I, a big I change.
1: We are allowed to say that the Series 9 is boring because I think it is pretty boring. Well, I think the processor is interesting and overdue yeah, but am i going to go and buy a series 9 no. i have a series 8 um no. am i going to buy the series 9 just because of the chip even though
0: i find that's quite an interesting upgrade no no that's for the future that's the future thing that is not from someone being like hey what's the difference between the uh, apple watch 8 and 9 should i upgrade and if i tell them oh yeah no the internal uh, chip is better Your your performance is better they're gonna look at me and be like yeah i don't care about that I know we've talked about if this it before. Comes with, if it comes with a couple of other features as well, um,
1: things that we haven't heard about, like last year, say, there were other things like crash detection. Um, but if there were a handful of other features um, and uh, you were using a Series 7, sure, then you'd be getting the upgrade to the Series 8 as well. So maybe for some people, if your battery's
0: degrading yeah. and it's time for an upgrade, sure, fine sure but it's not it's definitely not it's well the apple watch hasn't been a yearly upgrade and so i'm not going to blame apple for that that's not their. it has never been a yearly upgrade product at least not right now or not anymore um and even if you have the apple watch ultra and you're looking at the new ultra unless you really want to go with the art you know the superficial color change uh there's no reason at least from what i'm gathering right now there's no reason to upgrade to that either um so yeah that's all we got. Unless yes. you want to talk about the Apple Watch SE 3, which I'm on I don't really care, but <laughs> well, there's not much to talk about with it really. It's just yeah.
1: uh it's going to have larger larger probably, display. Uh, yeah, so it will be like the Series 7. Yeah. So in the same way that the the uh, Apple Watch SE is kind of based on the Series 4. Yeah, that'll be a good update. Uh this would be based on the series 7. Yeah, similar to the uh iPhone SE 4 yeah. that we were talking about. I think yeah. that an Apple Watch Series 7 but without the always-on display um and with a nylon composite back uh, at a low price point, what like $269, $249, I can't remember how much the SE is. Um Yeah, it's I think a lot of people would be interested in
0: that. That'd be fine. I can I can get behind that. All right. Well, um uh... That wraps up our episode, guys. We're almost there. We're getting there, soon—like a couple weeks ish—and we'll have a lot more to talk about. <laughs> um, and it will be that time to where we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about um, once we hit September, October, November, and then uh, yeah. So we'll catch everybody in the next episode. Do.